This is a podcast where we take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from their best ever bargains to the times they're being completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vince Layton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional comedian. And I'm on my own today, so I don't have to come up with any rhyming couplets that compare me and my co-hosts to Tom and Jerry. And they're getting weirder and more obscure every time I do them. But uh, yeah, I'm flying solo, as Jason Derulo would have sung about in the early noughties. That is a very current reference. And uh, I'm just going to go straight in. Normally we do some sparkling gold banter, but I'm not very sparkling gold or bantery on my own. So uh, we're going to go to the guests because uh, hopefully she can carry this in the can. Ooh. Now, our guest today, <laughs> spoiler alert if you recognise that laugh, is a stand-up comedy legend, one of the most glamorous women on the circuit, I think it's safe to say. Oh, stop. <laughs> She's a podcaster as well. It's uh, it's an up-and-coming podcast. You, you you might have heard of it. Yeah. It's all killer, no filler. It is the magnificent <laughs> Rachel Fibbon. And you've got your own podcast out, actually, haven't you? I have. I've got another one called Ghoul Guide, which is all about ghosts and things like that. So that's good. But thank you for having what a lovely introduction. <laughs> yeah, it's just fangirling, really, at this point. <laughs> this is nice. to to. So you're hosting this on your own Every, about four times now. I've been invited on podcasts where the co-host isn't there. And I'm like... <laughs> Is there something about me? Does everyone hate me? We just have complete faith <laughs> that you can sort of co-co-host it and guest at the same time. Oh, I think well, it's let's, let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> Looking forward to this, though. I know. I don't want to make a, a judgment, but I feel like you're somebody who's got quite strong views on consumer rights and uh, bargains, actually. I've seen some of your vintage gums. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's dive in then. So how the show works is uh, we've carefully and scientifically crafted some categories help us dive deep into the shopping basket of your soul. So we're going to start, as we always start, with the best deal that you've ever got. So this is very, very difficult for me to answer. As you know, as you've mentioned, I don't buy a lot of new clothes. I buy a lot of vintage. I'm very much a second-hand shopper. Love to find a bargain. And I've been thinking about this and I've been thinking, what is the, the best thing? Okay, I think it must be. I'm not one of these Trini and Susanna shoppers, show me age there, uh, who are like, oh, you need, you need staples. Get some staples for the uh, for the wardrobe. Oh, that'll carry you through spring to summer. I'm just very much like, buy it, wear it, whatever. I bought about, how many years ago now? Must be about nearly 20 years ago. Bloody hell. Uh, I bought a bell stack jacket. You know, the sort of, when they became fashionable a few years ago and there was a bit of a trend for them and they were, you saw Davina McCall in them quite often. And they're like motorbike jackets. Oh, right. With wax <laughs> on the, the outside. I was like, I'm not cool enough to know what this is. <laughs> they're very cool. <laughs> oh, they, they were very cool at, at one point. Very, very expensive. And we're talking like 400 quid. And I wouldn't spend 400 quid on anything. But I had a friend at the time. Uh, I'm from Manchester. Lived in Manchester at the time. And uh, he worked in a, a very fashionable shop called Oi Poloi. Oh, I do know what that is. Yes. <laughs> Uh, which I think sadly is, is closing now. Uh, again, now I've mentioned it, it's gone. <laughs> is it you? Are you just single-handedly closing the shop? I think it's me. And the shop was a, a man, it was pr- predominantly a man's clothes shop. But I used to go in and, and they had, a, they had a, a lady's extra small Belfast jacket, right? And it was, on, and they were like, oh, we're not really going to sell this because um, it's mainly blokes that shop here. And I was like, oh, can I try it on? I tried it on. And then he was like, do you know what? If you want it, I'll give it for like 180. 
And at the time, 100, 180 quid was a lot of money to me. But I knew <laughs> I was never going to get that bargain again. I think I must have had super noodles for two weeks after I bought it. But I've got it, and I've still got it, and I still wear it. I mean, nearly 20 years wearing something, not bad. I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it does need re-waxing, and wax jackets stink. <laughs> but when I go to Lincolnshire and spend time in the countryside, I look the part. And that's the main thing. Absolutely. Full on Jilly Cooper style. Mm. Hunter Wellies. Got my Jilly Cooper book just next to my bed there. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I love excited. A bit of Jilly Cooper. I'm so excited <laughs> about the Disney Plus series. <gasps> what what's this? They are making rivals. They're filming it right now. Oh my god. That's the one I'm reading. Aiden Turner is uh Declan. I cannot wait. They've cast a Rupert Campbell Black. I'm so excited. It's a really good casting. Danny Dyer is Freddie. Danny Dyer? He's going to be great at that. Oh my God. Yes, please. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, anything with Danny Dyer in. Yes, please. There we go. I've made your day. I was so excited oh. last week. I was like, this is the best day of my life. I can't wait now. I am wearing a jacket today, actually, on the subject of jackets uh, that I've just had to buy on eBay because mm-hmm. I bought... It's a pink little bomber jacket. I bought it when I was at Edinburgh Fringe to cheer me up and I really liked it. And then I was sharing a flat with Jordan Gray, who won everything at (laughs) Edinburgh Fringe. And she was going to an event and she didn't have anything. And this finished off her look. So I put it on her and then it looked so nice on her. I told her she could keep it. Uh, I've since seen it pop up on like, it's been on QI. uh, (laughs) It's gone to awards. uh, And I was like, I'm so jealous. All of a sudden, you know, when you just, as soon as you give something away, you realise you really wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you do that and do you know what it sounds like I years ago I lent someone a pair of boots and at the time I was like hang on those boots another comedian I'm like those boots have got more tv work than me yeah my jacket is living my best life I know <laughs> it's living my dreams <laughs> it's mad isn't it I've done, I've done that but I've done that where I've, I've got rid of something to a charity shop and then gone oh I shouldn't why did I do that or like I got rid of a, a yellow coat the other week like a yellow fake fur coat I was like, should I give it away? Should I not? And I was like, I'm not mad on it. I like it, but I'm going to let it go. And I gave it to a friend. And then I was in a charity shop in Birmingham when I was gigging. And it was in the window, like Pride of Place, like a different one. And the woman came up to me. She was like, oh, I've just seen the coat you're wearing. I think you'd like the coat in the window. And I was like, I've just given one of those away. It's like the universe was telling me that I've made a mistake. <laughs> so unfair to be haunted by your good <laughs> I've started trying to sell things on Vinted as well. Oh, do you know, I've just written some material about Vinted. Do not get me started. They're the worst people in the world. I hate everything about it. <laughs> I have had some brilliant bargains off it. So I go through phases with clothes. Like every, about every three years, I go through a uh, country and western phase. Same. Do you? And it's, all, <laughs> yeah. and it's cowboy boots. Cowboy boots do not suit me. This is a fact, but I keep trying. Um I think I'm just too small for them to balance out. Like, they make my feet look like skis and I've got tiny feet. It's weird. Over the knee boots for me. Just, um, I've got really short thighs and then I'll see other people in them. I'll be like, yeah, this could be me. And it just looks like I'm wearing waders and not in a sexy way. There's always something. Like I'm out on the farm. <laughs> um, and I always buy tassel shirts, things like that. I'm very much in my, my Western phase at the moment. And I've had some great bargains off there. But the level of... When you're trying to sell something... I mean, for like three quid, the level of questioning 
Will they spit me? I don't know you. Yeah, people keep kept asking that. They're like, is it true to size? I'm like, whose size? Exactly, exactly. You don't size know. Size is not clear. If yeah. it was true to the size I thought it was, I wouldn't be selling it with the labels on, would I? <laughs> I yeah, I think I am very much uh, just a buyer on there now. And also, I get rid of cost of living crisis, but if it's three quid, just take the chance. I know. I'm really worried that there's going to be a complaint about this brand new item with tags because as I was putting in its little bag, I noticed that there was like a little bit of loose thread and I was like, I bet this is going to come back on me. Oh, no, don't. Don't. £60 labels on it cost me and I sold it for 15 Oh, they need, yeah. People just need to realise sometimes that they've got an absolute bargain, you know. I sold some boots on there. Again, for like two quid. Because two quid's two quid, isn't it? And I was like, they were like, oh, will these be here for Christmas? I was like, I don't know. I'm a comedian. I'm not a postman. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Will this, yeah. Will this fit me? Is it got room for boobs? Whose boobs? Mine? Pamela Anderson's? It's It's so weird. I'm asking personal questions back. I'm like, are you a bit thicker around the middle? I think you need to size up. Like, I don't care. Take the chance. I don't care about Becky Babes 2008. I don't. Take the chance. Yeah, it's mad. But. Some great bargains. Right, okay, next question. Something you've bought that seemed like a bargain, but you wish you'd spent more money on. I used to be that person because because I've been so skint for the entirety of my life. And I'm still skint now and I don't know how. It's stuff that it's stuff that you should spend money on, like beds. The fact that I'm renting in London. It, it, there was a bed here and it, it's fine. It's an Ikea bed, but the slats on it are always breaking. And I think, should I buy a new bed? But then I think, well, I don't want to buy a new bed because I'm renting this house and I don't want then to buy another bed. You'd be putting that outside when you move Yeah, house. I don't want that. <laughs> There's a mattress. <laughs> There's a mattress. <laughs> Anybody. Uh, I think that, you know, in the past, for stuff like, um, you know, stuff like household stuff like lamps and uh, beds and duvet covers and things like that. I think in the past I've probably been quite happy to be cheap with stuff like that. And now I'm like, no, these are nice things that you're in your house a lot. Cushions, things like that. Buy nice things like that. Uh, household goods. Don't buy cheap kettles. Don't buy cheap lamps. If you're buying yep. a bed, invest. Get a get a nice bed, you know. Because I, yeah. I my bed. Listen, fix. I'm, I see myself as successful, but every night I'm going to bed <laughs> on an IKEA bed with slats that are not ideal, and I'm lying there thinking every night, every night. I've worked hard to get. I've worked <laughs> hard to get where I am, and I'm frightened to move in this bed in case it collapses. On a cost per use basis, that's the calculation you need to do. Because I do that with haircuts when I'm trying ah. to justify how much I've paid. It's like, but I have this every day. Yeah. And if you had an item that you wore every day, all of a sudden it doesn't feel as expensive. So I like that. I like that. So do the calculation. A cost per day thing. That's how charities do it, don't they? For like only 80 ah. pence a day, you can look after this elephant. Like, Oh my God, I've got yeah. to start treating myself like I'm a charity. I love it. Yeah. Treat yourself like it. an elephant. Oh my God. <laughs> how much does my upkeep cost on a daily basis? And like put your bed in, calculate it in. So maybe if I say, if I am a charity, then I am all tax deductible. Oh my God. Yeah. This is the best advice I've ever had. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I do what is I it, do. It's illegal, but it's good advice. <laughs> it's, 
Well, that's the thing they say when you register, you should register yourself as like a business when you're doing comedy because then you can claim stuff back. To this day, I'm just paying HMRC for things and I, that I don't understand. I don't. Am I getting anything back? No. It, it's that kind of thing when, when the tax think because you've had quite a good year, they think you're going to earn the same the next year. And you're just yeah. like, mate, I've got no money. <laughs> there were several one-offs in this year that will never be repeated. <laughs> it's like you go, oh, I've had a great year. And then you go, oh, well, next year. And then you get your taxing and you go, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But it's, it's that thing as well, I think, in... I think because you you are a, when you're a performer because you're on a stage. I think people automatically think you earn a million pounds just for leaving the house. I saw a tweet. I think was it Adam Lowe that tweeted it this morning. Oh, he had an email saying, yes. "Oh, can you settle this argument between me and my husband? I've said you won't get out of bed for more than five thousand pounds, <laughs> and he said you'll do it cheaper at Hot Water Comedy because you love the club." Ah, right, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. It's mad what people assume. And we're in pro comedy groups going ten pounds, and you get a free drink to come and perform in a shoe in Kent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I've had horrible jobs, and like my old job when I worked in the library I was so skin all the time I mean I, I'm talking I was so skin I was going through the bottom of my handbag at certain times going I need enough for bus fare I haven't got enough money I cannot live and uh, it's not like I had an extravagant lifestyle or anything it was just a poorly paid job and and now <laughs> I think oh my god sometimes if you're lucky you can get a great gig and you go I just earned there as much as I would have earned in like five days at my old job just for doing this but then the, the time it takes and the expense it takes to get to that level to be able to do that it, you never catch up with yourself and also being self-employed you're always frightened you're always like oh god am I a week away from being back at my old job and you're like what's the worst that could happen and then the pandemic happened and demonstrated the worst could happen yes, which I think is exactly yeah it happened <laughs> and what if it happens again <laughs> You just can't, you can't account for it. Uh, right, so who do your Facebook ads think you are? Have they got you right? I'm confused. I get that uh, Maquillage Foundation advertised at me a lot. Is that the one that they, they mix specially for you? Yeah, and I bought it and I use it. It's good. <laughs> so that was that was accurate. I get um, I get that, that bra. That, have you seen this advert? It's, it's for, this bra was invented by a 70-year-old grandmother. And it's not a bra, oh, but yeah. it's a sticky thing. That you- I get loads of bras and there's no way they work. As someone who's bought a lot of Hollywood tape and been disappointed by it a million times. Well, it's, that sticky, it's like you slap it on your boob and you pull it up and you stick it on your top shoulder. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. Firstly, disgusting. Yeah. Secondly, it's not going to hold. <laughs> no. And it will come loose at the most inappropriate time. Exactly. And I don't wear stuff that warrants, you know, stuff like that you know uh, what else do I get I mean let, let's have a, I'll have a quick look now see if, what, what pops up let's see what we've got I've just got a vintage message that's like last chance to ship your item honestly it texts me more than my mum this app is so it, stressful it is stressful <laughs> turn off those notifications um, I get a lot of this uh, sort of face masks and uh, bras again when you this here we go when your husband sees you wearing this bra Hides back fat and side bra rolls. How, though? Who knows? But then uh, clearer skin. I get a lot of just beauty products mainly. But I'm not... Um, I guess because of the age I am, they just think, oh, she must be feeling depressed about herself. Let's send her all these things. Um, razors. That's what I get. All that kind of stuff. Also, Cider, the clothing company, 
and Wolf. Oh yeah, Wolf and Badger. Are they any good? Wolf and Badger is really expensive. It is, it is very expensive, and the clothes are tiny. But cider, I wasn't sure if that was one of those where they showed you pictures of the real item, and then when you got it, it was. Do you know, it's all right. I've bought a couple of things off there, and it's been all right. I okay. think it's legit. It's fine. True to the pictures, because you know when you see that dress that's got all the strawberries yeah. on it, and people claim that they can do that for yeah. you for like twenty quid when the designer charges five hundred, and you're like. Yeah, no. I've got a. I bought what was supposed to be uh, like a, a a dress with like ruffles on it from something that popped up on Instagram, and I'd forgotten about it. And what actually arrived was a dirty old fleece. <laughs> uh, so I'd been conned there. That that was the con. So I'm, I'm quite dubious. Some of them are like prints as well. So you'll see like a completely sequined T-shirt that looks like a lot of workmanship ah. and then you'll get it and it's just a screen print oh, of sequins. they're evil. They're evil. It's so, but you're like, you got oh. me. You absolutely got me. Like, that's on that's me. So I should have known that doesn't cost six quid. I, the, the weirdest one I saw, there was a, I remember this dress kept being advertised at me. It, it is a nice dress, but not my style, you know. I was like, oh, that's a nice dress. And uh, it kept being advertised at me so much and I was walking up the street and a woman was walking towards me in that dress and I was like, this is freaking me out now. <laughs> this is. <laughs> They're paying people to I know, wear the it item. I felt like the Twilight Zone. I was like, oh God, this has freaked me out. I don't like this. But I, get, I do get a lot of beauty products advertised at me. I get a lot of sort of razors and things like that. I just, I get loads of shapewear. It, scientifically, it can't be true. It's like, where does it go? When you see they're like women putting stuff on and they just disappear before your eyes, like, where does it go? Do you know what I always think about these things as well? Like beauty products and stuff like that, shapewear, the best bras in the world, that kind of thing. I always think if any of this was actually true, these things would cost thousands and thousands of pounds. Like if there was a moisturiser that legitimately stopped you ageing, that would be 10 grand. I always use... I use a Factor 50, I use Astral Moisturiser or Nivea, that's it. I don't buy anything expensive skincare-wise. I just use soap and water or whatever face wash there is. I just think, as you, uh, you know, if it was legit, it'd cost thousands. I think Mark Watson talked in uh, a show recently about a guy that paid, I think, £400 for a cloak of invisibility and then tried to rob a bank. Oh, God. And then tried to sue the person that sold him the invisibility cloak. I hate cloak. people. And it's so... Like, <laughs> The due diligence on that, though, like at least ask someone <laughs> if they can see you before you go in. I absolutely like, hate people. Also, it would not cost 400 quid. Oh, like, God. If that, if that technology exists, that is not going to be available to the likes of me and you. <sighs> I absolutely <laughs> hate people. I just can't. Yeah. Sometimes, though, I think Instagram is better at targeted adverts, though, because I do. By quite, Facebook, not so much. I don't trust Facebook as much. Instagram I do because I get things advertised at me and I go, oh my God, you know me so well. I hate that and love it. I'm like, I don't have to shop anymore. Exactly, and I have found some really good stuff on Instagram that I've been like, oh, brilliant, I'm going to get that. And it it does feel a bit more legit, doesn't it? It's Facebook where you get conned, I think. Facebook does own Instagram though, so they're the same. Ah, well, what is it about? Well, the two have very different vibes though, (laughs) don't they? the credibility yeah. well, I guess it probably knows you better if you're not really engaging in Facebook stuff yeah because 
Because I think comedians and old people are the last people on Facebook for the most part. Absolutely. I mean, it's an advert that doesn't work. I've just got Doritos advertised at me and I don't eat them. So, <laughs> oh, I get a lot of fitness stuff as well, which is accurate as well because I do, I do look at a lot of fitness stuff. Cats protection for me, sad cats. Oh. What else have I got? Surely something slightly more interesting. I get advertised comedy gigs as though I go to them on my nights off. <laughs> God, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> do you do you want to go to this open Absolutely mic not. with six straight white men no. on it? No, no thank no. you. You've misunderstood everything about me. Uh, I, I, th- I will say though, I, I'll say this: Instagram does know me very well. Just just having a flick through here now, I'm going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, okay. Something you splashed out on, uh-huh. but you really didn't need. You saw it, you wanted it, you just put common sense aside. Well, I think this might tie in with being ripped off as well. So this is very, very recent. Okay, so brilliant. I'm um, obs- obsessed with dental hygiene, right? Can't get enough. I go to the dentist, getting my teeth cleaned, whatever. And I've been seeing these water flossers that have been around, you know? The dentist is like, enough, you can't keep coming every month, well, go away. They, they do, if I could be very easily conned by a dentist because I've got like one filling and it's white and, and I, it needs replacing at some point. And I was like, oh, can we do it now? And they're like, no, we're talking like in three years, go away. Sarah Keyworth on the other side of this told us on the podcast that she was convinced by a dentist to have a completely healthy tooth removed. Oh. Because she went to a private dentist to treat herself during lockdown because the NHS was oversubscribed. And then her actual dentist said, you didn't oh my God. That's awful. So she just went, okay, then, seems legit. Take my tooth. <laughs> oh, God, poor Sarah. Oh, my God. Yeah, my dentist is very good. Well, you see, as well, someone might pull me up about this as well, but I, I believe firmly that dental hygiene for us as comedians, is tax deductible. I think so. So I will go and have my teeth cleaned and I will use that as tax deductible because the reason I have my teeth cleaned is because I want to look good on stage. You don't want bad breath on stage, mate. You want to look... Well, it's uniform, effectively, Exactly, isn't it? and it gives you more confidence, so I think, you know... I think so. If I, were, if I still worked behind the desk in the library, I wouldn't be as arsed as I am. So <laughs> I... Uh, I, I thought I'll get myself this flosser, this water flosser. Hard to find, right? Couldn't find one on Amazon. Couldn't find one in Boots near me. So I went to do a gig in Milton Keynes, very strange place. But a lovely <laughs> shopping centre, very nice shopping centre. And I went. I was just killing time before the gig, and I went into the Boots there, and they had one. I was like, ah, oh. and I was like, sixty quid, bit expensive, but. For good oral hygiene, you cannot put a price on this. And I got it. It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> what is it supposed to do? So you put water in it and you have little different little extensions that you pop on and you, you clip it on. It's meant to floss your teeth and it it just doesn't work. It's just not very good. It's crap. So it's not as good as like acoustic no. flossing. And I feel... <laughs> gutted about it i'm like oh i spent a lot of money on that and, and time you looked time. for it like you spent the time i read reviews of them and people were saying they were very good so what what were the reviewers thinking were they just not up to scratch on dental hygiene like you maybe because you're already pro so were these open mic open mic open cleaners, spot tooth like, cleaners yeah I, I feel that i got to that stage, stage where i was like oh these people are lying these are paid reviews people are telling fibs that this cannot be 
You're like clicking through yeah. messaging there. <laughs> You're scared. And, and also, it just, I just felt really disappointed because I was convinced that this was going to be a great asset to my daily hygiene routine. And sadly not. And I'm guessing you can't take it back. No, no. Sell it on. Sell it on Olio. I think it would be useful for it's like if you had a small kid and they wanted to play with a water pistol because it, it just spits water everywhere. Yeah, I did get my friend some super soakers recently because I wanted to see what the latest technology was. He's an adult. <laughs> but, <laughs> and was it good? But apparently it's it was so, it's so hard, the water pressure, that it left a bruise. So it's good if you want to use it, I don't know, for crowd yeah. control and kettling, but perhaps not for the garden. <laughs> so. I think it was from Eastern Europe, which is uh. probably maybe it was brightly coloured, but is it for kids? Yeah, there you go. We don't know. <laughs> well, there we go. Public yeah. service announcement. Don't Do bother. not use the high pressure water flosser, but consider getting a super soaker. There you go. From Eastern Europe, because it's probably got the pressure That's that it. you That's need what... <laughs> to blast off the last. That's what I need now. <laughs> so open your mouth. <laughs> we'll spray it in. <laughs> <laughs> well right normally at this point in the show we would do a little quick fire game where you had to guess the price of things versus paul but oh. paul's not here so you've kind of got away with not having to do the test well that's all right then which is nice so we just got to chat so what have you got coming up what can you talk about well I'm going on tour in September. They are the best photos I've ever seen. Thank you. If you have not seen Rachel's tour posters, I'm not even going to spoil them. They are just beautiful. Shout out to Drew Forsyth, brilliant photographer. Uh, he took them. It's, I DM'd you. I was like, I could put this on the wall in a non-weird way. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's such an old school glamour. Oh, I loved it. Shoot, but, but there you go, that, that costume that I wore, sorry, going to ruin the thing, um, was grubby. Was it from Vinted? <laughs> no, I hired it off somebody. And when I got it, I was like, this is grubby and it smells of whatever food she's been cooking. Oh, uh, so, and it looks so I know, good. It amazing on the pictures. so glamorous, but that's, that's somehow so... You Needed a good steam clean. <laughs> yeah, needed a good steam. Uh, but tour, September, October, I'll be on tour all over the UK. I've got a show at Leicester Square Theatre, big show in September, I think, and a massive show in Manchester on the 9th of September at Manchester Opera House, which went on sale today, and I, I, I'm that. absolutely so nervous about it. So fingers crossed that we sell lots of nice tickets and people come and see me. And that's it. It got a podcast, All Killer No Filler. Enough people listen to that. Never heard of it. <laughs> and I've got my own podcast, Ghoul Guide, which is about ghosts and available wherever you get your podcasts. What about ghosts? What about ghosts? Yeah. Oh, I go, I go to different haunted places around the UK. You, so are you a believer? I don't know. Yes and no. Intriguing. But I, I'm obsessed with ghosts and I always have been. Like, it's, it, it, I'd say Oasis, the band, and ghosts are my two great loves. <laughs> oh, what an interesting <laughs> yeah. set of so things. Those two things. They're not often on the on the on the fence. <laughs> if you want to keep me happy, <laughs> start a conversation about Oasis or something about the supernatural. I'll be in my element. <laughs> well, this has been an absolute joy. Thank you for having uh, me. I knew you'd be a perfect guest for this, and I'm right. Thank you for being both guest and host in Paul's absence. Uh, he couldn't make this date, but he will be back. Paul fancies, don't you worry? <laughs> He's not gone forever. <laughs> It's just East Easter weekend has been chaotic. It's caught me by surprise. Yeah, it's crept up. Yesterday, I didn't know what day of the week it is. And I talked about it at a gig. I was like, oh, it's like a Thursday night, really. And then I panicked. I was like, is it Thursday now, though? 
and it was like because you know good friday is a bank holiday so thursdays are... <laughs> the audience was gone like they were gone they were like they checked out we've all checked out we've all checked out <laughs> well thank you so much to the brilliant rachel fairburn for coming on and sharing with us thank you the listener for listening if you did we assume they're out there tweet in let us know if you enjoyed it please rate and review it because that is how more people find us and when people find us we can tell people that we're a big deal and then we get really high quality guests like the woman the legend that is Rachel Fairburn if you didn't like it this has been any one of the straight white male podcasts that are out there that talk about mean things so (laughs) yeah you've got 30 days to get a refund on this if you didn't like it but it's free so you wouldn't really get anything other than a feeling of meanness so don't do that I've been Fix you've been Lush and uh, I was going to say Happy Easter but by the time this goes out it's over so hope you had a happy Easter see you next week